welcome to Inside the Raven's Eye. I'm your host, Alan Mitchell. My medicine name is Raven Spirit. This podcast is partnered with Earth and Spirit Medicine, owned and operated by Winfield Ivers. His medicine name is Coyote Thunderhawk. He is a shaman here in the state of Utah, so make sure to visit earthandspiritmedicine.com. In this episode of Conversations with a Shaman, we get into episode 31 of Survival Essentials. Water questing. Always stay hydrated and aware. The review. This and so much more in this episode of Inside the Raven's Eye. Thanks for listening and enjoy. Well, when it comes to the review of this particular section of water questing, section five, and it's four components of being able to locate the water, being able to filter the water, being able to conserve the water, and being able to purify the water, and being able to basically find yourself in a position where you're able to connect with spirit and let spirit guide you to the water. So, water, water questing, always stay hydrated and aware, aware. So that can mean a few different things, but when I'm staying, stay hydrated and aware, let your body give you the signals. Be attuned to what's going on around you. Listen to spirit. Spirit can give you little guidance and say, hey, over the next hill. And maybe you think, oh, did I hear something just say over the next hill? And yes, you know, go ahead and follow that and go over the next hill and there will be water. So spirit doesn't lie. And when I'm speaking about water and that it is the life-giving force, that which nourishes and lets us live, well, it's imperative to have water. I've gone, at the most, I've gone four days and four nights without water. And that was really quite easy, you know. I was doing a four-day, four-night spirit quest, fasting the entire time, no food, no water. And I've done that a few times, and it's really not that hard. The part that is usually the hardest is when we start thinking that we are afraid that we might die if we don't get the water in us immediately. That literally dissolves your connection to spirit when you go to fear. Now, that doesn't mean you can't call upon spirit and say, hey, spirit, look, I'm real scared right now. You know, and uh, I, I'm thirsty and I don't know what to do. So I'm calling upon you and I need some help. Uh, help me be calm. Help me be thoughtful. Help me get to this water. Tell me what to do. And then you might hear, just keep going. And so you're like, okay, all right, I'll just keep going. So you just keep going and you'll come to that water. But you can't let fear get in the way of the process. So, you know, what I'm always talking about here in society, I'm always talking about out there in the raw wilderness and how these principles apply and how I went about learning them and outlining them in this 
order. And while I'm speaking about the order, you just have to know that when you're out in the wilderness, things are changing all the time. So in one moment, you might think that water is your priority. But within a few moments, things can change and shelter may be your priority because you might get a big rainstorm and you'll have more than enough water. And then you might even be upset that you got that much water because you're all wet and now you're cold and you've got to be in a shelter. So you've got to be very, very aware about all facets in this when you're in the wilderness. Things can change in a moment. The priorities can be from from the uh, having to find food to shelter to water to fire showing up in different levels. What I normally do, I usually go to get my fire first and then setting up my shelter. But it depends upon time of day. It depends on what's going on with the weather. It depends on a lot of things. But the reason why is because that fire can do a lot of things while I am getting my shelter going. And part of that can be in collecting enough coals and heating stones to purify water, uh, among many, many other things. So when we want to get the water, we want to have something we can put it in. We want to be able to get it to a fire somehow, be able to purify it somehow, be able to ingest it somehow and be able to get enough that we can have what we might call a little conservatory of more than enough water. Now, here in our everyday world, we just kind of forget the importance. I do my best to remind myself all the time when I'm taking a drink out of my water bottle, if I'm not giving gratitude and I catch myself, it's like, oh yeah, thank you for this water. I don't want to lose that connection. I don't want to lose that gratitude. I have been in positions where water was of the utmost importance. And not just for me, but for a group of people in the wilderness as well. And it's really, really crucial to keep your mindset clear as you're going about maintaining this gratitude of water. So when I'm in my home, when I'm going about my day-to-day -day activities, taking a shower, washing dishes, doing laundry, watering the lawn, watering the garden, giving the, the dog some water, drinking enough water, 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 water all day long. Thank you, thank you, thank you all day long. So water alone can bring us to a state of gratitude if we habitualize ourselves to rehearsing out loud, thank you every time we take a drink. Thank you every time we get in the shower. Thank you every time that we're doing our laundry. Thank you every time that we run a load of dishes. Thank you, thank you, thank you for all this water. And when we're in that state of gratitude all day long, so what I'm saying is if you're just giving thanks for water alone, it just keeps you in a state of gratitude. And that state of gratitude extends into every other facet of your life. So it's really a foundational principle in order to have more peace and be more grounded. And so a, a little story about the power of water. Uh, I had a, an incident where a, a gentleman tried to attack me and he was under the influence of demonic entities. And so I was able to take care of that. And then we were able to get him into a stream and 
this stream, literally when he saw it, he ran into it. And he got into this water, and this water was so healing and so purifying to his soul. He began to open up and to share some of the most horrific things that took place in his childhood. And that helped me to understand why it was so easy for him to be taken by the dark side and by these demons. But it also helped me understand the power of water, the healing powers of water. You think about all the hot spas, you know, the cold water treatments. You think about all these things that we do with water. Water is so healing. Just the very essence of putting one drop of water into our mouth will start the salivation process, which starts the digestive process and creating those enzymes. It's just amazing what can happen with one little drop of water. And so when we're going about our day-to-day -day living now and we're thinking about all this from the staying hydrated and aware to, you know, location and filtration and purification and conservation and being able to understand the priorities about survival and sustaining ourselves and every day and understanding that we can maintain a level of gratitude that extends out into every other area of, of our lives when we're just saying thank you over and over and over for the water. And then again, about this healing aspect, when we begin to understand that, you know, hey, you know, I want to go soak in a hot tub. Wow, okay, that's really doing a lot for you. That's doing so much. The water does much more than just give us a bit of nourishment to extend our life on the inside. It does so much. The cold water closes the pores. The hot water opens the pores. And processes begin through a physiological response to bring about a healing state. And it is amazing that we are coming to these things in science when cultures have been doing this from the beginning of humankind because they needed to enter frigid waters for certain reasons in order to sustain themselves sometimes in fishing, etc. And also uh, creating the opportunities to go ahead and step into man-made natural hot spots of water, these these natural phenomena of where you can just go to a, the, the little natural hot water spas and be able to have the healing effects. And people used to come from miles around to be able to have these healing aspects, healing all kinds of ailments. So it's good to get back to the healing aspects of water. And if you just are having pain, if you're having emotional, physical, mental, spiritual pain, Go ahead and begin to utilize water with therapy of heat and cold treatments. And you can do that right in your own home by soaking in a very hot tub and then immediately turning on the cold shower and standing under that for a while. And you can actually cure common colds and things like that almost instantaneous, instantaneously when you're doing this method. So... Keep in mind the power of water. And on an emotional side about how water cycles, we cry. We cry. We shed tears. And it's healthy to cry 
We need to cry. We need to have the water moving. We don't want it to be stagnant within us. It doesn't mean we go around sobbing all the time, but man, when those emotions well up, go ahead and let that water flow from your eyes. It's very, very nourishing. It's very nurturing. It's very healing. It's something that a lot of men shy from, and not just men these days, because of reducing emotional content in conversation with people and not knowing how to communicate very well with social media, our today's youth are struggling, even the females, to show emotion in the scale of tears. And so uh, we need to remember that when we feel hurt, let's go ahead and let ourselves offer our water and go ahead and nourish ourselves in that process instead of letting it go further into anger and then holding in the water and not letting it flow, holding in the emotions and not letting them flow. And when that escalates, it's not a good thing. And so, you know, sometimes we'll have the flash floods or like the mental breakdowns, things like that. And that's just a, uh, something that we experience in real life. We have flash floods. And in our emotional life, we have what we could consider in a metaphoric way, flash floods. Go ahead and honor yourself, trust yourself, work with water in a newfound way. Let it be something in your life that you're consistently giving gratitude for. I pray water will always be pure for all of us humans and that we will give such respect to our Mother Earth and pray for the water always so that it's there for our children and our grandchildren also. Thanks. There we have episode 31 to Survival Essentials, Water Questing, Always Stay Hydrated and Aware, The Review. Like Hawk mentioned throughout this section of Survival Essentials, remember to always give gratitude towards the water in your life. If it is in the raw wilderness or in the modern wilderness, always give gratitude. If you enjoy this podcast, Please remember to share this with your loved ones, family, and friends. Give us a rating and follow us so you don't miss any upcoming episodes. Thanks for listening, and much love, and God bless.